Welcome to the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Thailand. The following sermon is preached by Deacon Erastus Edward. As you listen, remain blessed. ยินดีต้อนรับสู่คริสตจักรแห่งการทรงไทยคริสเตียนของพระเจ้าประเทศไทยสถานที่แห่งความโปรดปรานของพระเจ้าพระธรรมเทศนาในวันนี้เทศน
Do you think after that breakfast meeting that you leave Brian Mandel's house empty-handed? Why do you say no? Eh? Please speak out. Why do you say no? Oh, you, you are going to get a phone contact alone. Okay. Loco. Who else said no? Loco, come on, come on. Tell our party in ban con loitis with my loc near. Cut a dial lap bottle of sap tea. Some can mark about. Amen. Who else said no? Sister Stella, a bracorade, yes. Why do you think you leave the richest man's house? Not the same way you came in. Aha. Apart from the phone contact that you get, it's an abstract thing, amen? You will get a physical thing. And you, it might be in dollars, it might be in pounds, it might be in baht, it might be in naira, it might be in any currency. Now, how much more that you go and visit with the ancients of days? For Almighty God, the one that says the earth is his own, and the fullness thereof. The Bible tells us the God says gold and silver they are what. He's. How much more you go to visit with him? How do you think you will leave his presence empty-handed? Hello. Hello. Child of God. If you have understood that simple illustration, you must realize that every opportunity Amen? Amen. What is what's the meaning of the word opportunity? Can someone break it down? Something Yes. Chance. Grace. Whenever you are in God's presence, not only on Sundays, if you have the privilege to come on your own, the church is always open. Whenever you come to God's presence, even in your closets, I want us to realize that God is always present. And if you understand this, we will not be suffering. We will not be willing. The Lord will help us this morning in Jesus' name. We're going to look at the God of perfection. And I trust the Lord that the Holy Spirit is here. He will help us this morning. Amen. 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 And he will speak to us swiftly and clearly and sim- in simplicity. Amen. Amen. The Bible tells us 
But God is perfect in all his ways. Hello. And there is no what? Imperfection. Never. Look at me missing thy may from If you believe that shall the Lord hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tell our she about hallelujah. And whatever God says or does is perfect. God's we are perfect. Amen. Amen. The word of the Lord is perfect. And very importantly this morning, we see that the word of God has the capacity to make you, to make you and make myself perfect. Somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Quickly, let's look at the book of Matthew 5.48. If you are there, you help us read. Start off fighting. Let's go to and hide where you come. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now let us look at another scripture that will give clarity to that. We just saw in Matthew, as my beloved read, that you and I should be what? Perfect. Why? It says that even as what? Help me somebody. Even as what? Amen. Amen. In case you are here, you are saying, but how is it my father? Hello? Hi, sir. You are saying, how is it my father? Genesis 1, 26. And who is there? Help me again. Yes, sir. Hold on there. And God said what? Let us make who? In whose image? In whose image? Is your Bible? Read it from your Bible. So, invariably it means God is your what? Hello. It means God is what? Continue. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now the Bible has made it clear to us that what God expects and desires from you, you and myself is perfection. Amen. Amen. Because God himself is what? 
perfect. Praise the Lord. And so whenever we are struggling and we are exhibiting in perfection, in every areas of our lives, that imperfection that we are exhibiting, it is an act of disobedience to the word of God. Praise the Lord, somebody. Praise the Lord, somebody. For emphasis again, Matthew 5, 48, somebody. Matthew 5, 48, somebody. Matthew 5, 48. Amen. Amen. So that's the mandate that God has given unto us. In this month of perfection, we want to take a look of to look at the God of perfection indeed. So I want us to be clear that this perfection we are saying, some of us think it is Impossible. Hello. Our beloved daddy in the house oftentimes used a simple illustration to clear things for us. I'm going to use that illustration again. But we have an inventor in the house here. Or a manufacturer in the house that has a brand and a product. Hello. Or let's make it very clear to every one of us here. I guess every one of us, we have a device here, a phone. Hello. Uh-huh. When the manufacturer of that brand, Sony, iPhone, whatever, Apple, whoever they are, when they produce their products, well, as man, do they produce such products to be imperfect? Hello. Hello. I remember a couple of years back. Is it? Is it um, Galaxy S8 or whatever? One of those series that Samsung released, and it began to have issues. Do you guys remember? Some people that, 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 that they were very smart or they had the influence, they sued Samsung because they used those devices and it affected them, praise the Lord. And Samsung paid. That was because the product was what? Imperfect. But, but after all said and done, they recalled it. And today, every manufacturer produces products that are what? What are they? Perfect. Guys, are you, what are the, the iPhone you use? How many of you use iPhone? Kokua, like on Kosh, I told us up. you use iPhone, I know, you use iPhone, isn't it? 
when you buy that iPhone, do you expect that iPhone to be imperfect? No. Hello. We as mere men, when we invent things, when we produce things, we expect those things to be what? Perfect in their areas of uh, functionality. How much more God that created you and me? Hello. And that's the, why the scripture tells us in Matthew that we read, Matthew 5, 48, that God expects us to do what? Be perfect. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you believe that God expects you to be perfect, shout the ladder hallelujah. Hallelujah. So where is that controversy coming from? That people say it's impossible to be perfect. You're lying, you cannot be perfect. Why is that controversy coming up? Because even as human beings, when we have the ability to manufacture or produce, we expect our product to be what? Perfect. Amen. And I want to let us know this morning, having created us, God gave us a manual. A manuscript. That we ensure that we live a life of perfection. Praise the Lord. Second Timothy 3, quickly. Amen. God gave us his word for us to be perfect. And he gave us his spirit to guide us into all truths. In order for us to be perfect. Somebody help me to read that scripture. 2 Timothy 3, 16-17. Amen. Amen. And if you believe that, shout a resounding Amen. Amen. If you look at verse 16, somebody let's look at verse 16 slowly. My beloved, can you read it slowly? All scripture is what? Go ahead. Uh huh. Yes. Uh huh. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So it means this, this Bible we carry. God has so much equipped this Bible to be able to guide us. Amen. 
Amen. Wherever we even go astray to correct us. And also to instruct us in righteousness. And what where will he lead us on to? Verse 17. That what? Let's read together. That, that the man of God may be, what? be perfect. Fully furnished unto all good works. Praise the Lord. Again, let's take it again. That the man of of God. Wait, wait, wait. When we say, praise the Lord. When you read the man of God, you think he's talking about the pastor. Are you a man of God? Are you a woman of God? So what would that scripture do for you? Yes. Can you read that now? Maybe what? Child of God. In this month of perfection, you and I are not perfect. Should realize that that's the desire of God for us. In all areas of our life. Amen. Quickly, this morning, I'm not going to take our time. We're going to look at the God of perfection in two dimensions. Let's look at the dimension of perfection as regard to God. That's the first one. Now it's a pie do what pretty up and pretty out tea. Oh, can't cop kai kong kwam sombundi prom samla pretty out. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we're talking about perfection. I want us to realize God Himself is the originator of perfection. God number one is God is perfect in His works. Somebody help me. Genesis 1, 31. Genesis 1, 31. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. God is perfect in his works. It doesn't make anything imperfect. Amen. And so if you are looking at yourself and you see yourself as imperfect and you keep telling I'm not perfect, I'm not perfect, you're wrong. Praise the Lord. Because the God that created you, created you in perfection. Because he wants you to bring glory to his cre- to, to his name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord, somebody. Hallelujah. We see another one. God is perfect in his words. God is what? Perfect in his words. Let's look at Psalm 19. Psalm 19. Psalm 19. We read from 7 through to 8. Who's there for help us? 
Yes. Mm. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord, somebody. Children of God, I have to realize this. God's word is flawless. There's no mistake, no error. And the word of God has the capacity to produce the will of God in you. And in me. Amen. 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 The word is God. And his word is as perfect as himself. Quickly, somebody, John 1. Help me there, please. Yes, read from one. Continue. Three. Stop there. Let's take an emphasis from verse one again. My brother, read again slowly. Amen. Amen. Child of God, you see here that God himself is his word. Amen. And I want to ask us a question this morning. Is the word of the God with fault? Hello? I said, is the word of God with fault? God forbid. God's word is flawless. Because he's a God of perfection. Amen. Amen. God is perfect in his power. Number three. God is what? Perfect in his what? Power. Quickly, somebody, Luke 1, 37. Who can help me? Luke 1, 37. Uh, Luke, uh, Amen. Amen. We're talking about God being perfect in his power. God is so perfect in his power that's why there's no impossibility with the power of God. Amen. 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 Again, I want to ask us for a point of illustration. Is there any situation on this planet in this universe that is above God? Hello, I need an answer. I say I need an answer. Hello. Is there any situation that God cannot turn around? Praise the Lord, somebody. Amen. Amen. If God has not done something, it means it's not yet the time. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. 
And if God does something, can anything turn it around? God is perfect in his power. And if you believe that, somebody rejoice in the house. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If you look at the story of the um, Egyptians and the Israelites, when our beloved brothers, these Israelites, were faced, God had opened doors for them and they left this nation of Egypt. And they were going on that their beloved journey. They got to a point where in front of them was the Red Sea. And just right behind them was who? Hello? Who was behind them? The Egyptians. Praise the Lord. Now for you to realize that God is perfect in his power, and there is no impossibility with God. Amen. Amen. If we that are seated here put ourselves in the shoes of the Israelite those days, even if it's a pond, do you know what a pond is? Not a sea, it's a pond. Or a little lake, say. And if you are like me, that you cannot swim. And you see the little lake. Hello. You begin to say, Lord, I'm coming home. Isn't Praise the Lord. Why? Because you believe you cannot swim. And the enemy is right But we saw that God showed that he is perfect in his Power. The Bible tells us that the sea parted ways. Child of God, you got to understand something. The sea parted ways. And those days when we when when we first saw an aquarium. Now we saw those fishes. We used to like play with them. Ah, look at this fish. Look at this fish. That was the situation the Israelites found themselves. Amen. They were walking and they were seeing fishes swimming in their natural habitat. Like an aquarium. God showed his awesomeness. That nothing is impossible with his power. And in this month of perfection, God will arise in his power in every situation that you are confronted with. God will make a way where there seems to be no way for you in the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible tells us that God is perfect in his glory. Amen. Amen. Isaiah 6, 1 to 7. And when we as men behold God's 
glory, there's a transformation that happens to us. Amen. Let's look at that story. Isaiah 6. Yes, excuse me. Two. Above is two the seraphims. Each one had six wings. With twin he covered his face, and with twin he covered his feet, and with twin he did fly. Amen. Amen. Pray. And one cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Amen. And the posts of the door moved at the voice of him that cried, and the house was filled with smoke. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. We see that the perfection in God's glory transformed the life of prophet Isaiah. And so shall it be to you this morning in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. We see, as we learned this morning, when our beloved was teaching us at Sunday school, Concerning judgment. God is perfect in his judgment. Hello. God is what? Perfect in his judgment. 2 Timothy 4, 7 to 8. Child of God, you must realize this. You cannot deceive God. You cannot entice God. He knows every secret thing you do. He knows your intentions. He knows your motive right in your heart. And God is going to give you a perfect judgment of all things that you have taught in your heart. Someone help me, please. Second Timothy. Second Second Timothy, Timothy four, uh-huh. I have fought a good fight. Mm. I have finished my course. Mm-hmm. I have kept the faith. Eight. Henceforth, there is laid upon for me a crown of righteousness. Hallelujah. Which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not to me only, but unto all them also that love is appearing. Amen. Amen. So, child of God, as we serve God even in this month of perfection, let's realize that God is a perfect judge. And as a brother was recounting in that scripture, he has fought the battle and he has run the race. And God is not a man that is unjust. So every service that we render to God, child of God, right there in your heart, realize that God is a perfect judge. The crown of glory glory will be your portion and my portion in Jesus' name. Amen. 
And one of the reasons why you and I, we are standing here this morning, is that God is perfect in his love. Amen. Amen. John 3, verse 16. Somebody help me read that. The love of God that we talk about is a love that is not based on any conditions. It is a pure and perfect love. It's not one that is influenced by what you do or what you give or the favors you do. Somebody help me, please. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. Amen. One particular thing that stands out there that shows the perfect love of God it's a big part of that scripture. It says that whosoever. Hello. Hello. Whosoever. What does it mean? As long as you are living and you have the breath of God in you, your skin color might be pink. Your skin color might be red, whatever color it is. Whosoever. That's a perfect love. It's not a love that is based on nepotism. You must be from this country. That is the love of God. A child of God, there is no greater love ever demonstrated elsewhere. Amen. 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 Because I tell you, no matter how man we show love, if he doesn't do that to demand something of you, if he doesn't do that love, show that love now and say, give me this. If he doesn't do that, he will still expect some way in his, some, somewhere that because he has done that to you, whenever he meets you, maybe X years, because he has done that, ah, that boy, remember now? Can you, hear me? you remember what I did for? <laughs> That's the nature of man. Hello. Even if he doesn't tell Dakpo, he will go and tell uh, show, you see, you see now, that, remember that years, four years ago, when I heard brother Dakpo, when you were there, yeah, I was there, hey, now I ask him now. He doesn't want to help me. You will still recount that you have helped him before. That's human's nature. But that's not the love of God. God's love is perfect. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Quickly, as we look at the God of perfection, look at the second dimension. The direction of perfection as regards to you and me, man. 
God expects you and me to walk in a walk with him. Let us be perfect. Amen. Amen. Genesis 17, 1. That's the expectation of God for you and me. Genesis 17, 1. Genesis 17:1. Go ahead. And when Abraham was 90 years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said unto him, I am the Almighty God. Walk before me and be thy perfect. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. That is what God is expecting from us. Amen. Amen. Remember the scripture in Matthew 5, 48. God tells us to be perfect. Because he himself is perfect. So as you walk with God, he demands that you be perfect. Praise the Lord. Because Amen. he himself is a perfect God. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. God expects us, number two. He expects us in our walk for the Lord, we should be perfect. Amen. Amen. Second Timothy 3.17. We have seen that, but let's take the last part of it. In whatever thing God has prompted you to do for him, God expects us to be perfect. And he says that, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all works. Whatever area God has called you to, to serve him. He expects us to do that faithfully with perfection. Committed in all our services unto God. For the expansion of his kingdom. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Number three, in our relationship and dealing with men. God expects us when we, when we deal with one another. The relationship we have with one another, God expects us to be perfect. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He expects us and wants us to be in perfect relationship with brethren in the church. And also your neighbors at home, your colleagues at, at your workplace, people outside also. Praise the Lord. He expects us to have peaceful relationship between one another. Within, within husband and wife, peaceful relationships. Hello. Even where we live in our neighborhood, he expects us to coexist peacefully with one another. Hebrews 12. Quickly, somebody help me. Hebrews 12, yes, 14 to 15. Follow peace with all men uh-huh. and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Mm. Look intelligently least any mouth fall of the grace of God. 
fell of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. It is essential, children of God, that we understand this. In our dealing with one another, brethren, and with, and with everyone where we live, in our workplaces, the Bible ensures us and is admonishing us here that we should follow peace with all men. Not only with the brethren. In your neighborhood, in your workplace, people must see the light of God, the difference in you. Amen. Amen. And finally, God expects us to be perfect in our patience and our enduring hardship. Amen. We look at the scripture in James 1, 2 to 5. James 1, 2. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire wanting nothing. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. For us to walk with God in perfection, he expects us, beloved brethren, we must fully and totally submit and surrender ourselves to him. Amen. Amen. Because that's what God desires from us. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But there is no way we can walk in perfection. On our own. There is no way we can walk in perfection. Without fully committing our lives and ourselves and entirety unto God. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. And if you are here, you want to walk in perfection with God in every area of your life. The first step you must take collect it and don't is to declare and to realize that without him you are nothing so surrender yourself to him call him to come and take absolute control amen amen we're talking about a god of perfection and that is the yardstick that God expects us to meet up with. Because he's a God of perfection. And he created us in his own image and likeness. So he expects us to be what? Perfect also. Child of God. They are here this morning. And have been struggling. With perfection. Child of God. I guess you have been doing that on your own. I encourage you. To go back. 
The scripture tells us in John 3.16. The Bible tells us that if we confess our sins to him. He's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all righteousness. If you want to walk with God in perfection. You have to surrender your life to him. That's to go to him in prayer. Let's close our eyes. If you find yourself here this morning that you have not given your life to God, you have not totally surrendered your life unto him. And you still have that verdict that Perfection is impossible. I encourage you to confess your sin to him. I encourage you to submit yourself to him. Or if you have done that before but you have backslided, and perfection seems to be a very difficult thing for you to exist in or to do. I encourage you to retrace your step back as the prodigal son of old did. Go back to him. Confess your sin this hour. Ask the Lord to forgive you. Ask the Lord to cleanse you with his precious blood. และท่านสามารถร่วมกับเราได้ผ่านทางช่องทางโซเชียลต่างๆอาทิเช่น Facebook, Twitter, YouTube และ Instagram เมื่อท่านร่วมกับเราขอพระเจ้าทรงอวยพรอาเมน You can connect with us on the following social media platform Facebook, Twitter, YouTube and Instagram God bless you as you worship with us